You're listening to The Digital Entrepreneur, the show for folks who want to discover smarter ways to create and sell profitable digital goods and services. This podcast is a production of Digital Commerce Institute, the place to be for digital entrepreneurs. DCI features an in-depth, ongoing instructional academy, plus a live education and networking summit, where entrepreneurs from across the globe meet in person. For more information, go to digitalcommerce.com. That's digitalcommerce.com. All right, and welcome everybody to the first episode of The Digital Entrepreneur. I am Jared Morris, the VP of Marketing for Rainmaker Digital and a digital entrepreneur myself. And I'm excited to be joined today by a name and a voice that you know well, serial digital entrepreneur Brian Clark, the founder and CEO of Rainmaker Digital. Brian, how do you like the new digs here at The Digital Entrepreneur? Oh, yeah, I'm loving it, you know. (laughs) What we need now is another podcast for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, new show art, new music. You've even got a new co-host here. So, you know, I'm, uh, new I'm excited. Year, new year, although it's already February. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. I looked up and all of a sudden the month was gone. So, by the way, we have new intro music for the show. And I don't know if you know the title of the intro song, but it's called Men on a Mission, which I thought was kind of appropriate since we're in a sense men on a mission here to to teach people how to more effectively do digital commerce and so uh, i thought that was a good name for yeah I, I did notice that now did did mr bruce pick out this music like he usually does he didn't actually jessica was the one who came with the ideas so she had uh, a whole list i made the final choice and i think she did a good job cool cool yeah yes yes so let's let's transition into our topic today and you know, look, this is the first episode of The Digital Entrepreneur. In our last episode uh, of, of New Rainmaker, we talked about what digital commerce is. And I thought it would be appropriate to begin this episode by basically just talking about who is a digital entrepreneur. And to kick the discussion off, you and I exchanged a, a few thoughts on an article that we read. And it's a ZDNet article uh, that was talking about some research that Accenture did that basically found that new and emerging technology has the potential to help create up to 10 million new jobs for young people as entrepreneurs around the world step into the role of, quote, digital entrepreneur. And one of the statements in this article was, every entrepreneur is now a digital entrepreneur, which I found interesting. And I wanted to get your thoughts on to see if you agree with that or if you think that's too broad of a statement. Uh, Both. I mean... I think there's a lot of truth to that. And as we move forward, I think that statement will become more and more literally true. Now, I don't know any entrepreneur these days who isn't using digital technology in some form. So in that sense, sure. Uh, The flip side of that being too broad is the way we talk about digital commerce, uh, we really are trying to limit it and, and delineate away from e-commerce or, you know, physical products by talking about products and services that literally exist online. They're marketed, sold, uh, delivered, supported. Everything is basically a digital uh, environment transaction. And there's a range here of stuff that qualifies as that. Obviously, uh, one of the easiest, or I should say, 
lower uh, barrier to entry products is is the self-published ebook business where entrepreneurs are sidestepping traditional publications because uh, or publishers I should say you know because it is a product that you can completely fulfill and market and sell online and and also cr- uh, create and put into digital format with minimal trouble uh, hassle technical expertise right mm-hmm. and then if you really think about the outer reaches in the other direction we like to talk about online courses plugins themes software as a service but if you look at airbnb and uber these are not software as a service they are software that facilitate services in the real world but that is digital commerce because for example uber made this point before if you extrapolated uber and replaced the entire taxi industry that software app kills about 300,000 jobs so it's basically software platforms that are doing things in very disruptive ways through the ability to connect people and that you know that is an outlier type of situation uh, i don't think i would ever represent to someone that i could teach them how to start the next uber uh, but we can talk about software as a service we can certainly talk about online courses themes plugins downloadable software all of this kind of stuff so i'd say today uh, the truth of the matter is digital technology is a, a huge part of any entrepreneurial effort whatsoever, whether it just be marketing, uh, but it's rarely ever just marketing anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can think back to my real estate brokerage businesses. I never thought about it in this context, but it was all digital, even infrastructure. Uh, so I never thought of it as a digital commerce company, but it set the stage for me to move into that, which of course I did in 2006. But when you think about what I was doing at that time, and then you look at what came after, like Zillow, that is a digital commerce platform, right? So I think we all get our feet wet, but the, the, the platforms and the technology that's available to any entrepreneur, you'd have to be crazy not to take advantage of every digital technology that you can in order to be more efficient, to lower costs, to reach a larger market share, reach the right market share, whatever the case may be. But our goal on the digital entrepreneur, and for example, our goal inside of Digital Commerce Academy, isn't necessarily to teach someone how to launch the next Airbnb or how to launch the next Uber, right? No, no, no. And and honestly, I think um, there are quite a few of the the people that are on board with us. They have a digital business, and they're really looking to find out more uh, about how to grow. Um, then there's another subset of students who are getting their feet wet, so they are the ones thinking about leading with a gateway product such as an ebook or developing their first course. So the bulk, if you look at the dollars spent on ebooks and the billions of dollars on online education and and billions of dollars in, in downloadable software and software as a service, it's so much opportunity right there where you don't have to be this person who's trying to disrupt the whole world with this amazing platform. Interesting thing to me is Airbnb didn't start that way either. They didn't get, you know, really ambitious with their plans until they saw how they had developed something that could scale. Hmm. So, okay. I mean, we're going to spend some time on this show, obviously, you know, diving in into the details and really giving people some, some tips that they can use to, to go out and, and, 
and execute effective digital commerce. But let's kind of let's think big here for a little bit. Like, where is this going? I mean, you and I talked the other day about virtual reality. You know, we kind of talked about it, how it's the future of viewing sports. But you even mentioned something to me that that's going to change. I mean, how we interact online, you know, different environments that are going to that are going to be created. What where where is that going to potentially take us in the future? Yeah, it's very interesting because you, you really can't escape the buzz about virtual reality this year. 2016 will be the year that it kicks off. Now, what does that mean for uh, how fast it matures, how fast it's adopted, how well it takes over our lives? As you and I discussed when mm-hmm. we were riding to the airport the other day, you know, uh, you could imagine a scenario where people stayed jacked in all day long and 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 didn't travel anymore because they could visit virtual destinations without expense or terrorism or whatever. Um, it's kind of mind-boggling and it's it's fascinating to me. But things aren't going to move, I think, quite that fast. But something that you can start thinking about is virtual environments where business is transacted in new and different ways that uh, could possibly be done uh, with the evolving and more powerful websites that we have these days. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I'm I'm really interested in it, and I'm not sure I have all the answers. But it is something that I'm intellectually uh, attuned to and paying attention to. I was just uh, thinking about my my audience over at uh, Unemployable and was reading an article about digital contracts effectively where you don't have to trust the other person to do what's on the paper. It's almost like a a digital escrow system where things happen. And if they happen, money is released and things, you know, can you imagine that when you're a freelancer trying to get paid? Hmm. So there's all sorts of business applications for uh, adopting greater use of digital technology that are either just ideas at this point, or they're just don't have the momentum yet. So right now, this podcast is very nuts and bolts. We want to get people, if you haven't created your first digital product yet, we want to get you there. If you've already got products, but you're just trying to grow and then maybe take it to the next level, product category, service category, we want to help you get there. But at the same time, we're going to keep our eye on the cutting edge. And that's why, of course, you've been... uh, putting on those cutting edge webinars inside Digital Commerce Academy. And I think those are going to be a lot of fun because that's mm-hmm. where we get to explore the edges. So I can buy some virtual reality goggles. That's not even the right word. What, <laughs> what, what would be the right term for virtual reality? It's a, it's a headset. A headset. Okay, so I can buy a virtual reality headset. I mean, someday and it'll demo be goggles it. and hopefully it'll <laughs> yeah. be like contact lenses. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how it evolves. But for right now, it's a big clunky helmet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll all look really cool while we do it. Yeah. Um, you don't want to have guest over <laughs> when you're when you're in the, the, the metaverse or whatever. No, unless everybody's in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So getting back to the initial question from this episode before we move forward, just so everybody's, you know, so we're kind of clear on, you know, who is a digital entrepreneur? Who's the person that we're talking to? I mean, is it as simple as saying that the digital entrepreneur that we're talking to is someone who has, has created or has the desire to create uh, a, a digital product or service that is marketed, delivered and supported completely online? I mean, that's been kind of our definition of digital commerce. That's the person that we're talking to here. Yeah, that's that's the working definition. I think it's pretty solid. Um, it, that doesn't stop us from exploring hybrid 
situations or maybe expanding the definition as things change. Yeah. Um, but it, it actually is fundamentally sound because any definition broader than that is really just stepping over into other terminology that we've had for decades like e-commerce. Yeah. Okay. So that's who a digital entrepreneur is. And so we're going to move forward now in future episodes talking about what you need to succeed in digital commerce. And obviously it's going to start with creating a great product, whether that be a course or a SaaS product or uh, you know an, an ebook, a theme, anything like that, which is what we're working with folks inside of Digital Commerce Academy to do. And the next step, once you then have that great product, is understanding the fundamentals of marketing in the modern age, because that great product that you have still is going to have to find a market, and that market is going to have to be compelled into taking action. And that's why we're going to be talking about in these future episodes elements of the modern marketing website. And do you want to do you want to tease that a little bit cuz this is an, an idea that you've been talking about that you and I worked on a little bit uh recently and and I'm excited to start exploring these ideas further. Yeah, I want to um save the meat of this for upcoming episodes. And and in in addition to creating the digital website experience, uh we're obviously going to have people on uh with you know, real life practitioners case studies, giving you ideas about how they developed their first products. Because it really comes down to two things, Jared. It's create and sell. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't created yet, that doesn't mean you can't start the process that's going to lead to sales, which we call audience building, right? Now, this is a big overlap with what we talk about on Copyblogger and content marketing in general. But I think there is even a, a more specific argument to be made. Now, going back to our geeky extrapolations about virtual reality, there's no doubt in your mind, right, Jared, that if you put on that clunky helmet, but you were there having this virtual reality experience, didn't, weren't you the one who told me that there are some simulations where they tried to get people to walk off a cliff and they could not do it because their brain just said, no, I can't do that. Yeah, someone was telling me that. It's CES, I think. They were doing a demonstration and people were, were wearing the headset and it was so real when it, you know, it was a big nature scene that they were in and it was so real that when they told them to jump, they'd reached a cliff, they couldn't do it because something had just you know happened in their brain that made it feel so real. So yeah. Yeah, so you know, no one would argue that that isn't a viable experience. And yet we hear the buzz terminology applied that your website has to be experienced. And of course, all websites are an experience, but are they one that's transformative? Are they one uh, that provides value in a unique and kind of evocative way that's also helping you meet your business objectives? And so that's the way I want to frame these upcoming episodes when we're talking about the elements, because I've, I've said this a couple times now, but the switch going on now um, in, in what constitute a minimum viable digital website is shifting just like it did from brochure sites to content rich sites. So we're almost we're not in the post content era. Content's more important than ever. But the actual way the site is constructed has to be thought out in a way that provides an overarching experience, not just a blog or mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. Yeah, 
And so and we'll spend some time on future episodes talking about that, what that means, what the elements are. I think uh, we could kick off the very next episode with that topic. And I think uh, we could. Yeah. You know, so why don't we plan on that? Let's do it. Also see what else we can uh, get lined up for people to get, you know, get going. You know, that's that's the key here. Again, whether it's creating your first thing or accelerating the thing you've got. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, like you mentioned earlier, that's what we're doing with folks in Digital Commerce Academy. Hey, I wanted to ask you a real quick question here in closing, because obviously you developed one of the first courses in Digital Commerce Academy, your course on courses. And it was the first time that you had kind of dug into that material in a while and put it into a course. What's been, how, how has that experience been for you, putting that course together and and working with that material again? Yeah, the interesting thing about it is that, uh, you know, a lot of the fundamentals from teaching sales was, you know, that was our first product back in the day when people didn't believe that people would pay for online education. Now it's, what, $15 billion a year? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the interesting thing about that course is it's not really about making courses. It's not just an instructional design course. Uh, if you look at the title, it's really about the business of online courses. And that's where people get lost. That's where they make mistakes because they're not understanding uh, the market research and what people are actually looking for when they create a course. I mean, uh, I'll admit that I could send you to Amazon to read a book on instructional design if you just want to make a course. That doesn't mean anyone's going to buy it. And that's the fundamental difference of that course. It truly is a, it's a business education that involves online education as opposed to here's what you do first to make a course, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. So. I think that's the important distinction, and I think you'll find throughout all our instruction, all our Q&As, all our case studies, all the webinars in Digital Commerce Academy, that it is nuts and bolts business focus. We are not here, and you are not there <laughs> to, you know, to do things that aren't uh, pursuing your dreams, your business objectives. The, the goal of an entrepreneur is to bring a product to market successfully, and that's our focus. Yep. Absolutely. So if you want more information on that to check out that course, you can go to digitalcommerce.com. And to learn more about everything else that we talked about in this episode, stick with us. We're going to have some fun over these next few weeks and well beyond with the digital entrepreneur. Very excited about it. And uh, Brian, jump off the cliff. <laughs> I have no choice. It's, <laughs> it's daily. <laughs> All righty. We will talk to you next week, everybody.